many years, I often wondered, why is it so important to read the Bible? I struggled with the head-to-heart connection. Over time, however, God's Word became more than just words, but life. Hebrews 4.12 tells us that God's Word is alive and active. I've often related reading the Bible to eating food. P.S. I love food. But stay with me here. Our physical bodies need food to sustain life, correct? Well, our spiritual bodies need the Word of God to sustain us. Jesus was often referred to as the bread of life in living water. What better place to get your fill than God's Word? I hope you'll join me on this new adventure of Food for Thought. Hey everybody, thanks for joining me on another Food for Thought. Today we are going to continue in John chapter 4. Yesterday we talked about the woman at the well and that divine intervention that Jesus had with her there and how the meeting that he had with this woman who was so lowly seen by others and even herself, it radically changed her view on herself and of this man who saw her for more than she ever thought she could be seen as. But so today we're going to pick up Uh, where she left off. So after Jesus told her so much about herself and revealed to her the deeper beauty that is inside her and how he sees her, she had to tell somebody. She had to go. So I'm going to read from John 4, 27 through 30. Just then his disciples returned and were surprised to find him talking with a woman. But no one asked, what do you want or why are you talking with her? Then leaving her water jar, the woman went back to town and said to the people, Come, see a man who told me everything I did. Could this be the Messiah? They came out of town and made their way toward him. The woman went every day, carrying very heavy jars for water. The walk wasn't easy either. The terrain from the well to town, it was really hilly. It was uphill. It was just not an easy trek. But when she got to the well, She would fill the jars with water, water that would never satisfy. That was until she met Jesus. Okay, now let's picture that same scenario, okay, as the jar being the holder of our sin. It's holding all the things that cannot be undone. And the more we carry them around, the heavier they will soon become. We may even try to fill those jars with things that may satisfy for a little while, but it will never last. And when Jesus promised to provide that living water that would never run out, then this woman, when she discovered that he was the Messiah, the one she knew would one day come, what did she do? She left her jar. She dropped it at his feet, left it right where it was, and ran to tell others about him. Isn't that just the most beautiful picture? When we meet Jesus, we don't just empty the jar of our sins. We can leave the whole stinking thing there. Because God forgives our sins and remembers them no more. There is no need for us to carry around the jar as a reminder because we have Jesus. Now, I am absolutely aware that this is easier said than done. And I am saying that um, from a personal perspective. It is hard to just let go of our sin and not remember it ourselves. But the truth is God doesn't remember it. And we just need to hold on to that promise. There's so many things in our lives that we think guilt and shame are holding us back from. But one thing I've learned is there's such a difference between guilt and shame. Now, guilt is something 
that you actually can say, man, yeah, I messed up. I need to be forgiven for that. So that's guilt. So if that's the case, then go and ask for forgiveness, hand that over, empty it at the foot of the cross and give it to the Lord and then move forward. But shame is a different story. Shame is something that the enemy tells us, whispers in our ears to try to get us to go back to that lifestyle where we were guilty of things, where we actually were at fault and made that decision. Shame is the mindset of that past sin. Shame is that hold that the enemy has to keep us in bondage of those sins. But we do not need to stay there because through Christ and his sacrifice and bloodshed for us and his love on the cross, he has given us freedom from that bondage. Today, maybe you're still carting around that jar. Maybe it's filled to the brim and you're struggling to move forward because it's weighing you down. Or maybe you've emptied the jar but haven't quite let go completely. If you find yourself here, please pray with me. Heavenly Father, your love has provided the opportunity to get rid of the jar that holds such heavy burdens. Your blood shed on the cross was payment to unleash our hold of that sin. Please, Lord, allow me to truly believe that today. Help me to see that your love for me is just like the love you showed the woman at the well. And help me to lay down at your feet all that you've already promised to carry when I put my trust in you. Thank you for your perfect love. In your holy and precious name, amen. Thanks for joining me on another Food for Thought.